is episode 10 versus Media Live. This is a biology 101. We're going to have class today. Um, this is going to be kind of a be all things SCOTUS hearings for Katanji Brown Jackson. Uh, I want to hear your thoughts on if you watched the hearings, how you thought they went, um, any of the topics that were discussed. Uh, again, just crowdsourcing thoughts. I like to hear from people. Uh, the best part about C-SPAN is the callers. Um, so any thoughts you might have on, on her, the hearings, uh, obviously they were pretty unremarkable, uh, as you see our media is trying to spin them into, um, just egregious behavior. You had the Washington Post editorial board who said she was treated worse than Brett Kavanaugh, which is the denial of abject reality. Everybody who knows, who saw that knows that, um, Ketanji Brown-Jackson's record was scrutinized on a couple of fronts, particularly on uh, what looked like lenient sentences for sex abusers. Um, as I've stated, I know that there's a large portion of the political right and in punditry who say that this is, you know, a pattern of grooming and things like that. I don't believe that that's the case. I think that this is uh, she's just basically a far left radical who doesn't believe in prisons and, def- you know, and the whole shebang of defunding the police and et cetera. Um, she based a lot of her decision makings on equity and things like that, that we all know about that we're seeing a lot of pop up now. I think that's mainly what that's about. Uh, to me, the most telling moment of this hearings was a simple question that you would think we're, we're all taught at a very early age. And as we learn throughout our lives and grow and physically change um, is she Senator Marsha Blackburn asked for the definition of a woman. What is a woman? And Katanji Brown Jackson could have just looked at her and said, well, that's a silly question. I'm a woman. So are you next. And that probably would have put the issue to bed and Aaron Rupar and all of the, the video clippers would have gotten the sound by and would have been great, except she didn't do that. She said she could not offer a definition because she is not a biologist. <laughs> and this, as I've had on my podcast, has been rolling around my head for like three days now. And it's going to be a meme that myself and others on the right are going to completely beat to death. And it deserves to be because this is a this is a very foundational legal thing. This isn't just a, you know, somebody on Twitter or somebody in a class. This is somebody who's going to sit on the Supreme Court of the United States who is punting on what a female is as cases of Title IX are going to be present. We, we might see cases involving NCA sports with transgender individuals. Um, and so this is actually a pretty important thing that you know, is flubbed. And as I said uh, on one of my podcasts, I think the answer is disqualifying. She's going to be not, she's going to be confirmed. That's it's all written and done. Manchin's going to confirm her. Um, Unless cinema decides not to, I can't imagine a scenario where she doesn't vote to confirm Jackson. Um, so this is all kind of academic at this point. This is just something that's fun for us to kind of bash our heads over. So in that spirit, as we uh, kick this off, I'm going to remove any fellas from the queue right now. And I only want to hear... From the female of the species, for right now, and fellas, I'm going to invite you all back up, but I have uh, Jenny, who I don't believe is a man. I don't know. I don't know what Jenny is. I'm not a biologist either. So right now, I am removing all of the men from this queue. You guys can line up again, um, but I just, I need to, <laughs> unless you are 
not a man or a biologist. I don't want to hear from you guys quite yet. So uh, we're going to have biology 101 and hopefully someone who is not of the male species of the human race will answer this riddle about the definition of whatever mysterious gender that other sex is. Jenny, can you help us out? Can you define for us what a woman is? Solve yes, this. I can and I will unapologetically. A female has a uterus. She has. Whoa, ovaries. whoa, whoa. Back up. Slow she down has... here. Slow down. <laughs> just we we need to you, you kind of need to talk a little bit slower. I'm not mansplaining um, because again, this is this is something that has confounded philosophers for generations. We just this is a, an unanswerable question, and you're pretty confident. So if you can, because we're all kind of idiot cavemen call-in users, uh, go slowly and try to give us the, your best. A woman is someone who can create a child inside of her own body end of story this sounds like voodoo you're this sounds like witchcraft <laughs> to me you're telling me you're telling me that you you're not you're not a man you have the ability to like clone or reproduce another nope. human being that's not not clone not clone i have the ability i have the seeds the eggs inside no. of me to reproduce a child. You, I've done you, it. You have eggs, so you're a chicken? <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't understand. I'm trying to comprehend what you're telling me. So you can was, lay eggs like a chicken, and you can then another human just hatches? Like, what? what's... What, I, I don't under... I'm not... A, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm working through this because I'm not a biologist. Well, it was so. such a funny moment when she said that. And the memes, have you seen the memes, Stephen? They are so hilarious right now. So spicy. In case you're wondering. I know. I know. No, it's just unbelievable. And I feel for her. I honestly do. Because I think she was very poised and articulate. And here's this question that both sides were just like, okay, here we go. And she just, you know, Hail Mary pass. I don't know. No, she's just not a biologist. Yeah, yeah, no. It uh, it's definitely an indicator of our times. And I saw a funny tweet yesterday, you know, talking about men. Strong men come from bad times. Weak men come from easy times. But from our times, we've got these. I don't know what to call them, men. Who are, and then she listed all the, you know, trans, bi, gay, whatever. I mean. I feel I have a place in my heart for gay men. I really do. I love my gay friends and family members. I do not harbor them any ill will, but I'm, you know, I'm kind of with the, the comedian David when he was talking about the tease, you know, Dave Chappelle, his last big uh, show talking about the tease. It's a conundrum because they want you to cosplay with them, but you know, I just, I'm not someone who's willing to go there. Uh, I think that that's, I think that that's a frustration a lot of people have. I don't think you're alone on that. Um, I, I have, uh, I have, obviously I have gay friends and I, I love them and uh, I've had coworkers uh, that are trans and stuff. And I, I think those people deserve agency. 
Um, yeah, and I even think they, they deserve, deserve they deserve bit. dignity as a human being and, and yeah, their own respect. unique individual agency as, as we do. Um, but do we have and, to and have I, drag queen story time at the library? <laughs> what the heck is that? Uh, These are toddlers. Yeah, I I think that I mean that's getting a little bit into the weeds of performance and stuff like that. But um, I think that you have there's two things happening with this, and I agree with you. I thought I thought Katenji Jackson was very poised; that she handled herself well. Um, but I think you're for someone who claims that she's not a political appointee and why she can't answer a question about court packing, for instance, because she says, I, that's for Congress. I'm not a political person. I'm, you know, I have my opinion, but I, you know, I'm a judge. That's, it's a very political answer to say, I cannot define what a woman is. And largely because she's either coached or this is what she believes that she is beholden to an ideology and a mob that will come after her. Should she say, well, yes, a woman is whatever you just described. I, that's crazy to me that you can lay eggs and a kid will just patch. That's weird. <laughs> I, 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 uh, yeah, ew. Um, yeah, I, I read her rejoinder about the pedophile question and I could even kind of see her point that these cases where she gave a lighter sentence, they were mostly younger people who it appeared that they were doing some, you know, just, exploration about their sexuality and she didn't want to throw them in prison for five years federal prison with a bunch of pedophiles you know to mess with them and i could understand the argument and i'm someone who thinks true pedophiles who hurt children should be given the death penalty but on this you know i don't know what a woman is i i really was disappointed yeah i kind of i look at these two instances and i say and this is my explanation on my podcast, which is you can disagree with her rulings, but they are her opinions. She's a judge. That's what judges do. They, they study law, they study case law, uh, they study sentencing guidelines, they do these things. But at the end of the day, it's their opinion on, on somebody and how much they should serve or whatever. And you don't have to like it. I'm not telling you to acquiesce to that, but it is their opinion at the end of the day. It is not an opinion on what makes a male or a female. This is not really up for opinionated debate. It's a debate they're going to have. There's a debate they're trying to have. Um, and of course, you have people in our media going along with this, and it feels like it's a forced thing. And I and I saw a great tweet at Philip Bump who wrote the, the bad faith attack on what's a woman. Well, that wasn't really an attack. She she flubbed it. <laughs> like. Yeah. I said the proper way to answer that question is to say, I'm a woman. Like, what What? What are you talking about, Senator? Yeah, you're you're a question? woman. And totally that would have been the end of it. But she couldn't do that. And, again, this is why it's concerning because uh, someone on my podcast said, you're talking about a side of the judicial aisle that says, you know, we must uh, we must change First Amendment for the Internet. We must change the Second Amendment because now there are semi-automatic rifles. We must change all of these amendments uh, because at the time the Constitution was written, it didn't. They must not have factored in things like the Internet or, you know, AR-15s. And so if you believe that, then you also believe that the legal definition of a woman can change. And it's concerning. This, this to me is... Again, it's a fundamental thing we're all taught when we are four years old. You, I, I have a peepee and you have a vagina. This isn't hard stuff. Well, but I've then been you, reading get, a you lot get to Harvard and they go, is it really though? And you just, for most of the population, I think that this is insane. It has to be insane. I've so, been reading so many of these testimonials from mostly girls who are transitioning back 
And there's a whole group of them who are sharing their testimonials all over the internet. There's one who is on 60 Minutes. I forget her name. I'll look for it. Sorry to interrupt you. The stories are just heartrending. How they were seduced and bullied and and literally forced into this cult. And they transitioned to male. And a couple of years go by and they're like, you know what? This is not me. I want to go back to being a girl. And it's just heartrending reading their stories. And I just think that that needs to be given more cover overall. And then the power of those people, in, especially in education, who are seducing our young people into this, um, especially behind the parents' backs, that needs to be dealt with, too. And I, I think the courts will eventually. And that, that makes it disconcerting to have someone like her on the court. She's not quite sure what a female is. Do we want her deciding whether a, a school administrator or a teacher gets to you know, coach the kid about what their gender is. I, mean, I saw, I saw a great stutter insanity. I saw a great tweet that said, uh, and I didn't, and I don't know who said it, but somebody tweeted, and I think it was just a random account, which is usually where the best ones come from. That said, if t- Clarence Thomas has to recuse himself from every case involving January 6th, Kentucky Brown Jackson is going to have to recuse herself from every case involving a woman. Yeah, that's brilliant. <laughs> because it's true. I, I kind of, I just, I love that. It's, again, yeah. this, this is just, this is such a no-brainer. It's such, and, and it was such a flub, and it's, it gets to the heart of the debate that we're all having. We're having it about Leah Thomas. We're having it, like you said, uh, as there are some school districts and teachers who push this, and you know, you're having legislation that has to come around and stop it, which is generally not how I would like problems to be solved that way, but that's where we are. It's like, if you guys are going to do this, we're going to have to figure out legal ways to stop this. So uh, the most, the most ironic moment of the day today is I'm on lefty Twitter just before your show started. And they were talking about how the Republicans had treated her just as badly as Brett Kavanaugh. That's the Washington Post editorial. I'm like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? You know, this was the most softball uh, questioning I've ever seen. And I've been watching since Clarence Thomas. So, yeah, I ca- the hypocrisy is just fun. <laughs> yeah, it's great, Jenny. Thank you for attempting to to solve this question. Um, I don't I don't know if we're quite there. I still don't have a grasp on it. Um, on to define what you are, I don't really you know. It's it's a little <laughs> weird. Um, so we're we're gonna kind of we're gonna try to you know get some more answers and hopefully we can all figure this out. So thank Thanks you, Jenny, for taking my call. I appreciate it. Faye, can you help us out? And it looks like we got some dudes coming up. So if you if you are not a dude, if you are not a male, please feel free to get in here and, and help us all work through what it is exactly that you are. I'm fine, Stephen. How are you? I'm just um, I'm well, really I, you know, confused right now. That was confused. I, I think you're not. Alone. Somebody can hatch. You guys can apparently hatch eggs, and uh, you have these weird parts names i don't it's 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 a lot it's a lot to take yes so uh you know i'm not a biologist but i have been led to believe since birth that i am a female of the species i think it's something to do with the two x chromosomes as well as the the body parts so i'm going with that definition uh it's always worked for me um i do have to admit that i laughed when you made the comment to jenny before about mansplaining because I think the comment I had on Twitter in response to 
some journalist this week who had said something like, you know, look at these senators, how dare they try to mansplain to her. And I said, well, maybe they don't know they're mansplaining. I mean, they might not be sure she's a woman since she doesn't seem to be sure of it. So, um, but, yes, the, this this is just confusing us all, isn't it? That but, you, uh, you can both go out and fight for rights of your sex and gender, but we don't really know what that. I, mean, I will say on a serious note, <clears throat> excuse me, recovering from a cold, watching this whole incident this week with, you know, I can't define what a woman is. Um, and partially, I think, triggered by listening to your podcast from yesterday, reminding us all about the Brett Kavanaugh debacle. Uh, it's just getting so angry about it all over again. Um, I think I've mentioned before, I'm someone who works in the political realm. So I used to not take this stuff too seriously because you just can't. But it just struck me this week that we don't even live in the same reality anymore as the far left. Um, Like they just seem so determined to radicalize those of us who don't want to be radicalized. When you have a clearly very intelligent, you know, capable woman who is not allowed to say what a woman is. And I don't know if those really are her beliefs or she just felt compelled, you know, because of the side <laughs> that's sponsoring her. Well, we're going to um, find out eventually. We'll find well, out what she meant by that, either in a in a ruling or an opinion that she writes or an interview she gives. I think that answer will come to light. I'm kind of in that same boat. I, I don't know if this was coaching, if it's, you know, just trying to be smart or if, if again, this is an actual belief that I cannot define what makes somebody whatever it is that you are, Faye? It's again, it's it's kind of it's kind of confusing for me. What what would be your personal definition? Uh, for me, two X chromosomes and female body parts. Although those can be removed, but that you're born with them. So it's not the so it's not the inability to parallel park. <laughs> I am actually an excellent parker. I will have you know, <laughs> it's one of my my odd. Uh, capabilities but yeah um so it, just between that and the Kavanaugh thing you know kind of the far left thinking that they could go through that travesty uh, and then everybody would just shrug it off and go back to normal and you know somebody who's a very strong advocate for women's rights for women who have been abused in any way but it was just so so obviously just a crazy setup like they have in some ways ruined this man's life even though he was eventually, you know, got confirmed for the court and his family, that tag is going to be there for the rest of all of their lives. Um, and, you know, there's no, I guess, good comments, but it just struck me, especially thinking of that this week and, and watching her and listening to that, that we don't even occupy the same reality anymore as a lot of the powers that be who control so many of the lovers in this country. And it's just very frightening. I- um, and that's what, you know, it just scares so many people and it pushes so many people who don't want to be, you know, radicalized, so to speak, in any way. Right. I think uh, my favorite, I think my single favorite comment that I saw was Bridget Fetessy, who said she put in a tweet in four years, we've gone from believe all women to what is this mysterious word that you speak of? <laughs> And I've, I've been thinking about that comment. Like, that's kind of what I've just been thinking about the whole time. And it was just kind of like, I don't, I don't understand the, just the basic erasure of women's accomplishments and women's rights and um, women, you know, any of this. Basically, what I think I'm getting at is we should have never even given you guys. 
Well, I mean, you know, if we had just stayed in the kitchen making those sandwiches, this wouldn't have happened, I mean, but here look, we are. Women got the right to vote, and then 10 years later, uh, the Great Depression happened because of the market crash. So I'm just saying, look at the math. Do the math here, okay? Um, oh, you think women can do math? Wow. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, some of you can. You've slipped through the system. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm joking. I actually have a PhD in a statistical based area oh but not biology no it was in cog in neuroscience oh but i don't know if it's, it wasn't in the area of genitalia so i don't know oh, so count. so why are we even talking to you your phd is <laughs> it, it actually is to be honest that's <laughs> another story um but yeah just in general appreciate that we have you know this forum and your podcast and sometimes just hearing somebody say the things that you're thinking makes you feel like less alone and less crazy it doesn't make the situation go away but. <laughs> um yeah i get it i've and i've always said that i mean at this at this point i, I kind of look at things and i just say you, you have to enjoy the warmth from the flames a little bit so Faye, thank you for your thoughts um i have no idea why it is you were led into college um that's a weird one to me uh so it looks like we have a row of men so I guess it's up to us to, I guess, define what, what this mysterious thing is. Um, Chet, what is your definition of a uh, I think I'll just agree with the, the uh, last two women with their definition. So you, you, don't, you don't have a mind of your own on the topic? What, are you sure you're not a woman? No, I jokingly said I identify as one in the chat. But no, I mean, X, two X chromosomes, that's a woman. And they and the ability to reproduce a child on their own. So that's I guess my definition. Uh what other what other thoughts do you have concerning the Katenji Brown Jackson hearings or what you might think she might be like as a SCOTUS justice or anything to do with that? Well I had a few thoughts. More just on the general topics of that, but I guess kinda of related to how she might rule on, you know, women's rights cases or you know, any other type of transgender things, transgender type cases that come up. I want to remind people that, you know, Bostock, the, the Bostock decision in, tw in 2020 recognized that, you know, employers can't fire people based on their sexual orientation and gender identity into the Civil Rights Act of 1964. So it's already starting to be recognized in law. So I feel like, and that was uh, Gorsuch who, uh, wrote that decision as well remind everybody but so i already feel like there's a foothold already in there so there's already basis and that's in employment which you know i understand you don't want you don't want people to discriminate and not hire people just because they might be transgender but at the same time it's based in it should have been you know drafted into a new law not you know worked into a law written in 1964 when that wasn't a thing but it's already a foothold, so, and uh, a Republican justice has already voted on that side. Gorsuch and Tom, and um, Roberts were on that decision, so if anything, they might add more to it, you know. And she might. She, I don't think she'll be a you know a leading voice on it because she'll be a new justice. They'll probably give the decision to someone else, but I think it it it, it it's already starting. It could already be, could, could already be, it just has to be the right case, has to present itself for the court. 
so you so you're basically saying you don't think a conservative majority on the court will even hold on on issues of this on issues of gender and sex discrimination uh title nine cases you you kind of sound pessimistic at best on that topic yeah i'd say i'm pretty pessimistic just because you know like i said we've already had republican suppose you know republican justices who are you know for the most for the most part they do rule you know for the right but for the but they do side for these certain issues you know that you could say are more left or are more for the liberals which gender identity is already one of them it's already um like i said gorsuch did that so i'm not too confident that it's going to get you know any better i think just the right ca- the right case if roberts is still around you know he doesn't want to have a controversial ruling he wants to you know keep it keep the court out of the out of the spotlight but so he tries to make it neutral but really it's favoring you know the left agenda so i don't know i'm not too confident uh chet before you go which conservative supreme court justice do you think will be the first one to want to list their oh probably katanji I would honestly say no, her. No, on because the conservative side, out of out of the six conservative, oh, the conservative justices, side. which ones do you think are which is which one do you think is going to be the first to to demand somebody uh, go by their? It's either going to be Roberts or Kavanaugh. To be honest with you, I can't <laughs> choose between either two. I can't. I don't know. Kavanaugh's pronouns are going to be are going to be Miller or Bud. Those are going to be yeah, Miller right. Pronouns. Uh, cool. Thanks, Chad. Do you have anything else you, you got on your mind or, um... uh, well, I just one other thing kind of on, it might be a little off topic a little bit, but it's the Florida don't sure. say gay bill thing real quick. It's I, I support the bill, but I understand, but I just, cause I have been played devil's advocate to, you know, with other people who I talk to about it. And it seems that the problem with the bill is what's said after, you know, you can't discuss it with, you know, pre-K to third grade. It's what's said after that. There's like a, a, a the rest of the sentence continues. It says like, or, you know, hold on, I have the text of the bill here. It says classroom instruction by school personnel or third parties on sexual orientation or gender identity may not occur in kindergarten through third grade or in a manner that is not age appropriate or developmentally appropriate for students in accord with state standards. So a lot of people think that, or that's what they have that problem with. So like I said, I generally support the bill. I don't think you should be discussing any of that with children. I'm glad we're taking back school boards and stuff like that is happening. But I feel like sometimes on the right, people don't give it the full credence and maybe don't give the other side. They don't, they they pick a straw man, which is you know we don't want it around third graders, but there's a problem after the or you know with the with the rest of the bill. So I don't know. How do you feel? I, I just feel like sometimes people are we don't attack I, the strong, the think, strong part of the argument. Yeah, I I've said on my podcast I'm pretty much fine with this bill legislatively. I think that it opens the door for all kinds of abuses. Um. 
I look at the bill as a, this is an imperfect solution to a problem the teachers unions and the progressive left in schools caused, which is generally how this goes. Um, they open up a front on something and we're just like, who's who wants this? What are you guys doing? And the right and then the legislators on the right are uh, forced to come up with a solution to stop it. And oftentimes those solutions are flawed. Um because they're flawed people. I mean, they're politicians. Um, this bill in particular, I, I'm fine with. I'm kind of like, there's not to be any instruction of, you know, gender identity, dysphoria, whatever, in grades kindergarten through third grade. No instruction, no teaching lessons, no incorporation into math. So that's stuff I'm fine with. I'm like, great. Um, but again, this can open in the door and there's going to be lawsuits. Some teacher is going to come out and say I was fired for saying this and that teacher is going to end up, you know, being Sandra Fleck at the DNC or on CNN. And they're going to, they're going to just go through this. They're going to find spokes kids. They've already done this. Uh, I think it was NBC or time magazine went and found kids who opposed this bill and they're going to parkland those kinds of kids. And, you know, this is why I said, um, the political right should play by these rules and they should make a teenager the next spokesman for the NRA. And every time they go after the NRA, you go, you're attacking a child. Um, so I'm, I'm kind of with you on some of those concerns, this bill I'm fine with, but it's, it's going to open the door where other people are, you know, they're going to, they're going to try to do their own legislation. It's going to just constitutionally go too far. And the only reason we're here is basically because the political left and, and because we just let go of schools for so long, um, that they've basically forced us into that position. So, Chet, thank you. Uh, I appreciate it. Please go back to the kitchen and now make me a sandwich. Porter, uh, you're up. And then I'm going to uh, skip Dan and Paul, and I'm going to have Vanessa come and try to help us out with this great mystery of our time. Porter, go ahead. Hey, uh, I was going to say, I think I think the little kid in um, kindergarten cop nailed it. Uh, what a woman is. Yeah, that's got uh, some play this and week. Then, yeah, <laughs> uh, it's a great, great movie. But um, I, I think it was you that pointed out too that um, Judge Jackson made it an issue of biology. So she was the one that that said this is you know if she's going to defer to the biologist, then it then it is a matter of of science and not what's in somebody's head or or somebody's heart. Um, so. Porter, uh, Porter, jump back up. I just, I hit the wrong button. Um, my, my fat chubby fingers just hit a wrong button and I just cut you off and I shouldn't have done that. So Porter, I apologize. Jump back up. Um, and then when I see you in the line there, I'll, uh, move you back up. That that's great. This is my Friday, everyone. Um, <laughs> I probably just lost a suburb. Uh, Porter, I apologize for that. Uh, Vanessa, help us out. I don't, I don't think we've made a lot of progress since the beginning of this. Um, so if you can help us out, help the fellas in the room, help us define whatever it is that you. Hi, Stephen. I'll be really quick because I'm about to run into dinner, but I am a biochemist and a woman, so I am uniquely qualified for this task. Um, a woman is an adult female human being. A female, to be more specific... Uh, like one of your previous callers said, has two X chromosomes and female reproductive organs. And that's it at a very basic level. 
there's like there's nothing like the unique ability the unique mutant ability to clean a wood floor spot shine a wood floor like anything like that or no no it has nothing to do with horrible driving or making a really good sandwich or being really good at washing dishes none of those is there a is there a biological affinity is there a, is there like something in the dna that makes you guys tolerate sex in the city more than a normal person yeah and it's right in your brain next to that thing that tells you to be crazy around your boyfriend when you think he's cheating on you <laughs> uh yeah i mean these are just some of the great, greatest mysteries of our time you just you know, like, I just can't understand, you know, I just I don't understand. And she I, I guess we should be thanking her for um, bringing these things into the light where we can finally openly, you know, uh, uh, discuss why it is that you think we're all that men are mind readers about how you're feeling, for instance. Um, I'm trying to think of other mysterious, you know, biological mysteries about what it is that makes you guys what you are so um i, I appreciate this is the first i think in all of three days four days of all of media or podcasting or on twitter or social media that i have heard from an actual biologic bi- biology uh biologist um i mean it's do you actually deal with human anatomy though because there's lots of from what i hear there's lots of different parts to to what biology is for instance like um i know that there's there's tumblr blogs for instance that's that's a part of bio i don't even know what that is <laughs> uh live journal do you know what that one is no nope. jeez they're not they're not things that i do no okay um but yeah this is the first time that um i've i've heard directly from a, a biologist since this whole or- yep that is my technical title at work, but my my formal training that I had in college was for biochemistry. So that would be the chemistry of biological function. So they let you into college? Um, I snuck in. I had to shave my head and pretend to be a guy, but I got through. Wow. I'm hearing a lot of these lately. Has this just been going on and nobody's been telling us about this? Yeah. You guys just don't notice. You just think we're one of the bros. We just... Uh, stick to the books and no one notices and then bam graduation comes and we got our hair flowing and we're walking up to get our diploma and everyone's just wow they're just and that this just happens today like this is just a thing that happens this isn't like this weird this just this is (laughs) i'm sorry vanessa do you have anything else you would like to to share with the fellas in the room or anything um only that i I thought the response by people like Philip Bump and Matt Iglesias was just ridiculous. I saw a bunch of tweets that said, well, you guys are forgetting about the one in 5,000 people that are born intersex, meaning they have a chromosomal, um, they don't have exactly two X or an X and a Y. They have some sort of genetic, I don't want to say defect because I know people get sensitive, but genetically there is a defect and or they say um oh this is a bad faith i think you've talked about this already bad faith attack and it's like well no you guys are just defending her stupid answer and all of these things that you're saying i think someone else said well language uh changes over time and the meanings of of words can change over time and it's like okay 
well, we can have a discussion about linguistics and how words change, but that's not even what she said. She just said, I don't know. She couldn't give an answer about the word changing. She didn't give an answer about, um, you know, well, woman is a complicated because you could have this, you could be this with this genetic. No, it was just, I don't know. I'm not a biologist. I have no idea. So it's going to get super awkward when an abortion case reaches SCOTUS and we're not really sure if we should use the word woman. Should we say birthing person then? I don't know. Uh, it appears that that's where this is all headed. <laughs> yes. I'm but, sorry. You guys, you guys just don't exist anymore. We never figured out what you were and now you're, you're. I know. And it's, it's the first black woman SCOTUS, uh, justice is has erased herself by her own testimony in her own hearing which is just re- really amazing yeah it was and it was the most conscious i mean again this is the most it, when you hear when you hear it it's it sounds benign and they're also and guys like philip bump and Glacius are counting on us and they're counting on tucker carlson's and they're they're kind of counting on those people to obsess over this yeah, and my stance on this is, I actually think that this is a pretty important thing to obsess over. It is. <laughs> it's a pretty, I mean, it's a yeah. pretty basic thing that we're all taught and we all know, and it's not really up as an opinion, a legal opinion, um, or biological opinion. This is a this is a gimme. Like this is a pretty foundational thing that we're just that she's just I don't, I'm lost. Like yeah. every anyone who walks up to a restroom, two restrooms, and they see one with a triangle in a circle, they must just they must just blow their minds. They don't know yeah. where to go. They have to call. Oh yeah, I know. Uh, it and the last thing I want to say is it, it the the defense of her dumb answer. It it reminded me of that episode of Seinfeld where George is trying to get a scholarship to this kid that he likes who is not an academic and. You know, they're going in and he's like, oh, this is I'm nominating is GPAs 2.0, you know, and the guy's like, you know, the scholarship's largely academic. And George is like, well, I'm sure we're aware of the flaws and biases of standardized testing. And he's like, these aren't tests. These are his grades. And it's like this. This isn't anyone being biased about the judge, about her skin color or anything. We are critiquing her answer. And now you guys are forced to defend her stupid answer. And now you kind of look dumb. Yeah, I think it was Michael Brendan Doherty who just, he said that, so he just summed it up perfectly. He goes, imagine having to defend this. Imagine thinking you were forced to defend this answer by your, because of your audience or because of your substack or because of your job or because of your colleagues, you're in journalism where if, you know, you walk into the Washington Post break room and you're just like, that's the stupidest thing I ever heard. But you can't say that because Taylor Lorenz is sitting there and she's microwaving a watermelon or some shit. <laughs> um, like, just imagine that. Like, imagine having to just defend that answer just because out of duty. It's 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 it feel like I'm taking crazy pills. Yeah. Yeah, Absolutely. All right, I'll let you go. Have a good weekend. Cheers. Thank you, Vanessa, whatever you are. Thank you. Bye-bye. Uh, Dan, you're up. Sorry to kind of jump around. Um, help us help us define what a woman Stephen, I, I don't know if I can answer that, but um, and you can totally blow me off if you don't want to talk about COVID anymore, but what the hell happened with COVID? Is it is it really over? 
Like, what happened to it? Well, yeah. And that's the mystery of my... Well, that's the mystery in the si- that I need to uncover. In the same week, Barack Obama and Hillary Clinton got COVID. And that, that's what happened. It, it, it's officially... Yes, it will, it will never not boggle my mind how this thing just fell off a cliff and ended. I, was, I wanted to kill, kill grandma because I didn't want my kids wearing masks at school. And the next day, it's over. Just curious your thoughts. I'm for the most part fine that it's over. <laughs> I'm I'm kind of like welcome to the party, everyone. Uh, it's been over for what nine months. It's been over. I mean, for personally, and I don't care about anyone's vaccination status. Um, it was over for me when I got vaccinated. I'm like, I'm done. I'm done with this. Um, I, I'm still a polite mask wearer when I have to be. Uh, I just, I just flew to Florida last week and got back from Florida and I had to wear a, a mask on the flight. Um, although on, on the flight back, it was late and it was dark in the cabin. So I just had a hoodie on. So I, I ended up getting away with not wearing one for a while because I just had a hoodie on my face down, staring at red letter media on my phone. Um, it's kind of, I saw the question happening on the right with everybody. Just where's Fauci? Where's, what's happened to Fauci? Where's Fauci? And I'm just kind of like, I don't care where he is. L- allow him to retire. I don't ever want to see him or hear from him again. I am perfectly happy with not hearing from him again. Um, and we all, of course, know what happened. What actually happened with COVID is the polling went completely south for this president and the democratic party and their mandates. Um, I noted this on my podcast a few days ago with Kyrie Irving. Uh, That was something that happened there where you saw some breakthrough media, where you saw guys on ESPN going, what are we doing? And Dan Patrick was one. I had Dan Patrick on the background and he's like, Dan Patrick sitting here going, so you're telling me Kyrie Irving can sit courtside, not be vaccinated without a mask on, but he can't walk 10 feet and put on a Jersey and go play. And I think that that's what happened. Like when you started to see breakthrough media with that, um, that's that was kind of the end of it. And of course, now you have Eric Adams, who has baseball season coming up, and uh, he doesn't, you know, he doesn't want the Mets and the Yankees or anything. He wants to be a celebrity and he wants to be on the good side of the elite people in New York. So of course, Eric Adams has now lifted the vaccine mandate for the Brooklyn Nets home games. So now Kyrie Irving can play. Um, this, of course, doesn't change the fact that those of you who have toddlers and kids in school will still have to wear. Yep. And I'm, I'm super curious if um, the voters will remember this in November. Like, the news cycle moves so fast, but will they, will they remember today, right, in this, this night and day switch that happened with COVID? I'm sort of 50-50 on whether it, it'll matter, but... Uh, I, I, yeah, I think when there's little issues that happen, when there's this little political inconveniences, people forget, um, they'll forget, you know, the issue of the day, they'll forget something that happened to, you know, they'll forget something Joe Biden said, even Joe Biden forgets things that Joe Biden says. I think when it comes to your kids, I don't think people forget that. Um, this, I think you're going, you're going to see something in November if you recall what happened in 2014 with the midterm elections where Barack Obama lost the most seats of any president in his party since World War II. And the reason for that was when he came out and said, you can keep your doctor. And all of a sudden, people couldn't keep their doctors. My mother lost her oncologist. 
people take that shit personally. They take gas prices personally. They take masking my kid personally. Uh, I know some of you know Jeff Lehar from Political Beats, who had a thread where he he dropped his kid off. Who his kid his his kid who I think is two three he's three or four now or something um, is having speech delay issues. And I'm not going to speak too much on this because I don't want to you know go off on someone else's family. And he went to pick up his kid and he was crying and he had a mask tied to his face. People don't forget things like that. They'll forget, you know, they'll forget like a, a, a slight increase on the capital gains tax. They'll forget things like that. They don't forget losing your doctor and they don't forget. Ma- yep. Good stuff. Thanks. Thanks, man. Porter. So we're no closer to figuring out what the hell a woman is, I guess, or what the definition is. Paul, can you help us out? Can you hear me now? Yep, I got you, Paul. All right, cool. Well, I'm not sure what a woman is necessarily, but I do find it interesting. The uh, seat that our next Supreme Court justice will be filling, my understanding is RBG would have known what a woman was. Uh, She was quite the feminist, was she not? Um, hold on, hold on. Yeah, sorry, I'm I'm sitting here trying to get Porter bumped back up. Yeah, R- RBG had no problem with this question. <laughs> <laughs> I just like, think that's pretty hilarious. That's, I mean, that's really in, that's an interesting thought. It's an interesting topic because, yeah, RBG is a feminist icon. They, they yes queened her into popular culture, and most people I know who did that who put an Instagram photo up of her, couldn't tell you a single thing she wrote, couldn't tell you a single opinion or decision she wrote. And it's, it, again, this kind of goes to what uh, Bridget Fetessy said, which was, you know, we went from feminism and believe all women to what, what is this mysterious thing you speak of? And it, it is, it is interesting to see them shift on this kind of stuff. And as I've said, it's not going to be the political right who solves this problem. It's not the political right. Who's going to be able to stop you know, people like Leah Thomas from beating the shit out of women in sports, that's going to have to be up to the feminist left. They're going to have to be the ones to say enough of this. This is erasure. This is, and I don't, I don't have a lot of faith that that's going to happen. And uh, just to add to that, I don't know about you, but I understand and appreciate that um, we want fairness in our sports for our girls and such. But there is something about all these Ivy League students getting absolutely trounced, these girls, and, you know, their families, and I'm sure they have their East Coast politics, their, you know, leftist liberal politics. Um, Leah Thomas is not going to be the only girl, quote unquote, who's going to, trans girl who's going to win uh, swimming competitions in the Ivy League for the next 10 years. Uh, there, there are going to be a lot more Leah Thomases, and soon that pool is going to be about half full with, uh, you know, dudes in, uh, you know, who guys who were dudes four years ago who couldn't quite make it on the guys' team, and now they're swimming against the girls. Um, and honestly, I don't know. I'm kind of, uh, it's a little bit of schadenfreude, the thought of uh, them all sitting in the stands, sheepish, sheepishly looking along 
and watching their girls get absolutely trounced and then not being able to say anything. It's incredible. All these articles that come out with people who anonymously are parents, you know, of these other girls in the pool with Leah Thomas um, who don't want their name in the paper because they know what would happen if if their name was attached to it. So yeah, I think it's going to keep happening and it's going to go on and on and on as long as they let it go on. And I honestly, I don't really know that I care. Yeah, there's a I, I, there's a part of me that's like that as well. There's a part of me that's like, yeah, you guys asked for this. You, you guys wanted whatever you call equality and, and here it is. So enjoy it. Um, and I make this point a lot because as people on the right who are either libertarian, conservatism, or, or a mix of both, or classical liberal, we largely sit these arguments out because you have these arguments happen in the media, which we don't control. And, and these, these arguments happen on the political left, again, which is the majority of culture, film, music, academia. Um, those are things that we have no control over. So, again, this is a debate that largely has to happen on their side. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, 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 I kind of see where you Yeah, thanks. Have a good one. Thanks, Paul. Uh, I bumped, before I take a nod, I, just, I bumped the quarter up to the... Uh, to the speaker's lectern because <laughs> it's the only way I knew how to get him up in the line. I just, I was trying to, I was trying to do something I've never, never done on this app was try, try to bump somebody ahead. And I ended up cutting him completely off. Porter, I apologize. Welcome to the stage. So, say hello to everyone. Thank you. It's good to be here. Thank you all for joining me. Here. This is versus um, media live with Porter. Sophia Vergara. That's a woman. Uh, I don't know where I got cut off, but um, I I was just saying that um, I think it was you that pointed out that Judge Jackson made it an issue of biology, which kind of turns it on its head. But back to what you said about the feminist left, you know. Yeah. Yeah. uh, Real fast. That was Larry O'Connor who wrote at Town Hall about that. He said because she made it an issue of biology, she actually just blew a giant, you know, Leah Thomas sized hole through gender is a or sex and gender is a social construct the fact that she said i can't define a woman because i'm not a biologist she didn't say i can't define a woman because i'm not a gender studies academic yeah exactly exactly um and and i think i think what you said about the feminists left you know making this an issue is true but this is a losing issue for the left yes it is you know for the for the democrats and if they lean into this like they leaned into the education issues, I mean, I, I, I don't see how the suburbs, the Rust Belt and, and some of the, you know, the blue collar former Union Democrat areas, even in the Northeast, you know, continue to, to fall in line. I mean, it's it, this is something that's at its core uh, w- will drive voters the way that the education issue, I think, would if, if they lean, continue to lean into it. Um, so, you know, and they will. It, and the larger and I and I got into this a little bit on my podcast today because they they believe that platforms like Twitter or what have you, it's the it's the cultural heartbeat of everything else. Everything flows from out that. So when they have a large opinion on Twitter, they get a large amount of tweets. They think that that's popular and they think that it's a winning issue. Uh, I, I've referenced Ian Omar 
saying last night in a tweet that Clarence Thomas has to be impeached. Does she think about that policy? Is she going to introduce articles of impeachment? Probably not, but it gets 20,000 likes. So now she thinks that that's as popular as defund the police. And it's going to be another one of those issues that um, I think you're right on. I think it's a losing issue. It's it's just like putting kids in masks and, and everything like that. You could go down the line of the narratives you see on social media and on Twitter and platforms like it, where because they're popular and their tweets get a t- you know a ton of retweets, that this must be this must be how the country thinks. They look at retweets as a form of polling, and this is a this is a topic to me that has gone completely unexplored. Um, real fast, I'll get Porter's live reaction for this because he's he's sharing the stage with me. Ruth Marcus of the Washington Post, eighteen minutes ago, the sad goal of the modern day confirmation hearing is not to illuminate, but to tarnish. I asked Ruth Marcus. (laughs) Yeah, I mean, that's, it's like you can't even ask legitimate questions uh, about the rec voter, you know, the rulings and jurisprudence and uh, judicial philosophy anymore. Uh, And, you know, we knew this was coming. We knew it was going to be you know, Republicans are worse than the Kavanaugh hearings, racist, you know, what have you. So, I mean, that, 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 that's no surprise. Yeah. You saw, I think the Washington Post also said that Republicans made, made these hearings about her race. And it's like, no, they didn't. Joe Biden made this about her race. (laughs) Like he specifically said, I'm not a black woman, you know, and I was just again, okay, why don't you do that, but not say it? And then the Republic, then you can really make it look like it's about race. But Joe Biden himself is the one who made this about gender and race. And I said in my pocket, it's like, if, if we don't, if we don't know what a woman is, did Joe Biden consult a biologist? You know, did, 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 did Jen Psaki and prime minister Ron Klain go and say, uh, this is what we want for the Supreme court, but we don't really know how to explain Express. Can do, does anyone know a biologist that we can talk to? Yes, that's a woman, and that's not okay. That's what we want. We want the one on the left. And I mean, that's it was so funny to me to just say, "Oh no, they made this about her race." And I'm kind of I'm going back through the transcripts and stuff, and I don't see much about zero. Race. Only only Cory Booker and the Democrats. Oh God! And they so CNN last night. I was at dinner and. Uh, the restaurant I was in was had CNN on the TV. <laughs> um, they played Cory Booker's speech in full, uninterrupted, without commercials. And it was it was Don Lamont. It, the sound was off, thank Christ. Um, but they played his entire six minute thing, and I just thought that, that right there is why Rosario Dawson. Yeah, and it's it's part of the whole Democratic obsession with deifying people and you know making everything everyone into some sort of icon or yeah. hero before uh, we uh, before we know anything garbage. about them that worked well for michael avenatti uh, yeah exactly um well i want to listen i want to clear the stage here and maybe get some more uh women as they're biologically defined up but i last thing i wanted to say was um i know we had the uh the video game call in. I'm not much of a gamer, but but I am a Batman fan. So I mean, maybe we could do a Batman call in uh, sometime. I've got some serious thoughts after <laughs> last night's podcast. Uh, I did. I did about a ten to fifteen minute segment on my podcast. But you were wrong. I saw the fact. <laughs> I saw. Oh, you. So you think? So I spurred some emotions in you. 
Yeah, I mean, it, 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 I I do think it was original. I mean, he he was a young Batman. He's he's still figuring out how to be Batman. He's dealing with his demons. You know, he's he's botching his his moves and his landings and getting beat up. And I mean, even the Penguin was was immature. I mean, it, you know, I we don't have to get into it right now, but I I think. Um, you know, the approach that Reeves is taking is this is year like one or two. Um, he's still learning who Batman is and what Batman has to do. Um, so, yeah, he's not the suave billionaire. He's not the expert detective quite yet. You know, he's he's still getting there. And it was I appreciated the smaller scale than the Nolan films. And, um, you know, ba- you know, Batman begins. He, he he trains. It's cool that you get the backstory. But then suddenly click he's batman and and he's an expert almost whereas this you can tell he's working out the kinks and i thought that was a cool uh, aspect of it also the score the way they weave wove in uh the nirvana song and ave maria throughout the score um anyway just some quick thoughts we you know we don't need a whole (laughs) (laughs) uh i did like awesome all right well thanks steven thanks porter sorry again for that uh technical glitch um uh, again, now I have to figure out a way to kick him off the stage. Oh, here I here I can do. I can just remove no! him. There, I've removed him twice. Not help us help us solve this generational mystery uh, of what. And then also, uh, I have before before not jumping. I have Pierce, Stephen, Ian. Uh, I have a whole list. We'll pro- we'll probably go here until thirty minutes after. So we'll we'll try to speed people up here. Not what's on your mind, please. I really hope not wasn't a woman because we just butted a man in front of them. Pierce, please help us all to find a woman. This is getting hell. Yeah, this is the misogyny power. Let's go. Um, so, thinking about <clears throat> my experience with a doctor, is this not even working? Yep, you're there. I can hear you. Okay, good. I I was not seeing the blue ring on my icon, and Colin support was like, "Oh yeah, look for the blue ring." So. Um, my personal experience, if you go to a doctor for physical and they tell you to turn your head and cough, you're probably not a woman. And that's how I'm going to define it in my response today. Uh, so what, but what kind of doctor does that? Is this a biologist? That's, uh, well, you got me, Miller. Because they don't Damn know. You. Like an, Like a basic internist doesn't know. They're not a... Well, you know, if you're getting your physicals at Office Depot, maybe think twice about that. I I don't know about that. Uh, but uh, hey, uh, Miller, I, I wanted to know, uh, I haven't listened to your podcast today because I'm obviously still on the clock in Arizona. But uh, did you – I posted a wall of text last night. I was wondering if you had uh, addressed that comment about Katanji Jackson Brown uh, or Brown Jackson and science experts. Uh, I did not. I saw that you wrote it. It was. I think it was probably a little too long for interpretation. That's, so feel right. free to feel free to. Yeah, I'm just gonna cut into it. So uh, you know, uh, uh, Ms. Jackson uh, defers to a biologist for a very basic question, and my my wonder and my worry is, you know, what do we do when uh, even the scientists feel politically disinclined to answer? And the the prime example that I think of, and I think about this often, is. Uh, our our resident uh, star of Mac and Me, uh, Tom Nichols, he's a bona fide political and government doctor. 
he has a, a master's and a bachelor's degree in political science. He has a, a PhD in government, and he still doesn't commit to answer whether Taiwan's a country. And I was wondering what your take is on like what could happen when even the ex experts feel politically pressured or otherwise motivated to you know give a certain response or not. Uh, you're just you're just noting what why do I think that they do it? No, or just maybe what's going to happen? Like you, you, you consistently ask the question. You know what? What's the right going to do when the left says we should stop uh, listening to what the Supreme Court says? And so I think in a similar vein, I, I, my question is what what is to be done when even experts don't answer based on you know the political fallout? I think. I mean, first off, somebody like. Tom, I think, has he has a very limited audience in the sense of he he's on MSNBC, he appears on things like that. He's an author, so he's you know he sells books and stuff. But as far as someone, the the funniest thing about him, and I've said this before, is claiming you're an expert, like wearing it as a mantle and saying I'm the expert. It it opens a door for a whole thing of where I can criticize anybody else. So I can criticize airline pilots who say, let's go, Brandon, which weird. We never got a follow up on that. So you can go after an airline pilot, even though that airline pilot is an expert in flying airplanes. But he can still go after him because I'm smarter than that person who is an expert in their own field. And then you also cannot criticize them because they're the expert. They're they're the, they're the they're the smart ones. So anyone who criticizes them is beneath them. It's a great it's a great kind of Kafka dress you know, Kafka trap-esque kind of act if you can master right. it. He quite, he, he hasn't, but in fairness, he does have a handicap. Um, yeah. So as far as like, what do we do when like, again, and I said this on my podcast today, when you're seeing something with your eyes and you're hearing something with your ears that you know is a, is a certain thing and it is a certain way. And then you have people who are either on social media or in politics or in media who tell you, no, no, no. That's not what that actually is. That's not, you know, and I mean, you ask how, how do you, how do you combat that? I mean, you're doing it right now. I mean, that's, it's one of the reasons I don't do call in with, you know, a lot of guests. I had, I had Noam on earlier this week because Elden Ring and it was a, just a fun kind of shoot the shit at the bar talk. Uh -huh. But it's one of the reasons why I've kind of settled into this format here is I don't want to have like, say Glenn Greenwald on and me and him have a talk and you guys listen and whatever, because this is, this is a platform that's for everybody. And it's, it's a way of showing like right now we had, I think we hit like a hundred people and it's a way of showing like, there's actually more of us than there are of you. You know, it's kind of like our own little personal project mayhem, you know, <laughs> like that, that's kind of, you know, without going into full on assault, that's kind of what needs to happen to people like Nichols. He needs to be dragged into a bathroom and being told, you know, we're the ones that, you know, take your garbage. We're the ones that cook your food, you know, and Tom Nichols is ripe to go to a restaurant and, and have boogers and come in his food. Um, and that's kind of how I look at things like that. So I don't really, when, when somebody like him, you know, offers an opinion or doesn't like is Taiwan a country, I think that that's an easy question. I think that especially right. for someone who's in foreign affairs should be able to answer that. And I was talking with someone privately because they, it, this is someone not going to reveal the name, but it's someone who's a lot more pragmatic. It's not as political. And they're like, yeah, it's weird. He can't answer that question. 
Like it's 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 weird because you think it's a gimme, and he thinks it's and he thought that it's because Tom is angling for a, a job either in the State Department or in the United States government, other than what he already has. So if he comes out and he says that on Twitter, you know that that's going to disqualify him because of the of the one China policy that the U.S. supposedly has. Yeah, um, it's going to be fun when they actually take Taiwan, and, and you know, then then they won't have to answer that question anymore. And, and yeah. China will take Taiwan under Joe Biden, and you know, it'll just be like, oh, I guess we solved that problem. Um, but again, it's it is fascinating to me that the smartest people sometimes can't answer the most mundane, easiest questions. And yeah, is Taiwan a country? Yes, it's its own country. That's pretty easy. And you know, I can't define a woman. Can you define a woman? Nah, you got me. I'm stumped. Um, so I, I guess. It... Okay. Yeah. Um, just uh, other than that, the uh, there's that uh, that comment about, hey, you know, we need to start limiting uh, the the First Amendment, uh, and we need to start limiting uh, gun rights because you know these these Bill of Rights uh, amendments were generated when the internet didn't exist and when automatic or semi-automatic guns didn't exist. And I, it looks to me like people that speak like that, that say we must limit these things, they don't kind of understand what the Bill of Rights was there for. Uh, it's my understanding, my limited understanding, I'm just a, a software guy, that the the Bill of Rights was generated to you know uh, uh, keep the government at bay from and to stop infringing on the rights of individuals. And so when you hear people say, oh, we must restrict the first or second or whatever amendment, it sounds a lot like that kind of goes with the flow of the current kind of cultural theme of limiting uh, personal responsibility and personal freedom and to grow uh, and grow the government. And uh, I guess I'll get out on that. Thanks a lot, Steve. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Pierce. Yeah. I mean, it's just, it's, it's a fundamental difference in judicial philosophy. Generally on the right, it's, we generally believe in originalism, the constitution as written, and of course can be amended. And you have, you know, people kind of on the left believe that this is a living document that we can change and we can change words and we can change definitions. And when it involves legal definitions, especially on the most fundamental basic things of, you know, what makes us human and what makes, you know, you as a man special or you as a woman special beyond your own body parts. Uh, it's, it's, again, it's the most simplest thing in the world and they, and they find themselves not able to answer it. Steven, can you help us answer it? Can you help us answer what a woman is? Give it, give... Steven. Ian, welcome back. Um, Ian's a pretty smart guy. He's been here a couple of times. So I have no doubt although this has turned into a complete sausage fest that Ian can help us all navigate this difficult topic of what defines a woman. See, I'm, I'm a little, little upset that you had to introduce me that way because I'm not clear on what the definition of a woman is because I've been reliably informed by Matt Iglesias that the definition of words change. Now, typically those changes happen over a period of decades and not a period of two years, but I suppose I'm, I'm just not up to date on the linguistics of the matter. So are you so are we completely stumped here? Uh well I mean I could I, I have a twin sister uh which sort of skews my position because uh I'm I'm not entirely sure what what is it that makes uh makes her a woman 
if based upon my experience, it would be the a certain level of passive aggression that I I've never seen in a man before. So that I suppose that'll be my my answer. Uh, that must be weird. That that actually must be really confusing. So it's like there's two of you, and you're looking at this person, and they have the exact same face. Is it just like the hair is longer? Well, actually, that was the funny thing is uh, I grew out my hair to donate it during COVID, and she was diagnosed uh, with astigmatism and had to get glasses for the first time over COVID. So we FaceTimed at one point, and she took a picture, and it looked like she was face. We were FaceTiming ourselves. Uh, was an interesting, an interesting situation. It was it was like looking in a mirror at that point. So, so like the only the only thing that I've garnered from this exchange, where there's like another you, is that the only difference I guess between you and I guess what makes her whatever she is is the fact that she that she has just longer hair, but she has your identical face. So this is you're just confusing things. You're just making. I that's why I said I don't have an answer for you. The, I was going to go with those definitions that I was I was taught in grade school, but. I've been, like I said, I've been reliably informed that those those have changed, and so my my point of reference is completely skewed. What was what was the definition you were taught when you were like seven? Uh, it would be a, a woman has a is an adult person with a vagina. But you're right. We're being told that men can have vaginas. Well, I mean, I don't want to come off as bigoted, of course. Uh, you need to be sure to know that that man's pe- that man's vagina is just as valid as any woman's vagina. This is this is getting in above my pay grade. This is heavy stuff. Yeah, I, I told you last time. I studied engineering. I I know how to drill a hole, but I can't can't tell you uh, anything about any human orifice and how that relates to someone's biology. I I I don't have the necessary training. So we're learning that we only had one biologist in the entire room, or I, that I've even seen. I haven't seen any biologist step forward on on social media. USA Today had a great article where they say that's actually this is actually complicated, and Miss Jackson was actually right on this. And to get their answers, USA Today didn't actually go to a biologist; they went to like biology and gender academics, <laughs> philosophy. <laughs> I'm still laughing at this. I'm like, you guys didn't even actually go to a biologist. You went to a a professor of gender philosophy. Well, yes, of course, because everyone knows that female is the term, is the biological term. But a woman, that is entirely gender-based. And uh, sociologists and gender studies professionals will be able to provide that information. Uh, it's, it's, it's all complicated. I don't know if we're going to solve this. Ian, what else is on your mind? Let's just, let's just shift topics here. Let's yeah, get away. The, yeah, the the big thing, and probably the reason I started by pointing out, uh, keeping with Matt Iglesias, is Neon Taster had pointed out something that's just consistently bugged me with him, and I don't understand the purpose, is that he's one of the types that comes out and says that, what what is this cancel culture you're talking about, and what are these complaints people are expressing when he was forced out of the company he started because he expressed an opinion that the that the employees there didn't like 
And it's just confusing to me that someone who was forced out of the company, the media company they started because of effectively what is now referred to as cancel culture is sitting there just dumbfounded. At what is this cancel culture of which you speak? Yeah, the the other good one is uh, we've heard that because Vladimir Putin says he's being canceled, that if you are on the side of against that, you're now on the side of Putin. <laughs> that's the one that's coming in. But remember, also, Putin is fighting Nazis. So I guess Putin is also Antifa. So, uh, again, they I, I don't know how they keep tra- you know, if there's anything that makes me think of anti-fascists, it's Putin. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but he's fighting Nazis. That's what we're told. He said that. So I guess Putin is Putin Antifa. I, uh, logically, he must. It's it really it's I mean, he's coming out and declaring himself to be anti-fascist. So clearly, as we've been told repeatedly. Yes. Over the last five, uh, five or six years that. He's essentially then the same as the people that stormed the beaches on D-Day. Yes, that's correct. He is. That's good. That's so going to be a fun is, clip. Media Matters is going to have fun with that. I mean, it's, I will say that the thing that's just as, as like, I don't know if it's OCD or what it is. It's bothered me so much that everyone is so lazy that they keep having to say that even Hitler didn't use chemical weapons or whatever. It's always the Hitler comparisons. Like, guys, he's, he's Russian, and he hates Ukraine and is killing a lot of people there. There's another very famous dictator. Some, some would even go so far as to say a fascist that treated Ukraine very poorly, and he was Russian. I, it's just, it just bothers me more than it should but it just seems very lazy that no one seems to want to break out the Stalin comparison. It's, it's the Bill Burr bit of he has Hall of Fame numbers and just doesn't get the respect. Yeah. Uh, Ian, anything you want to wrap up with? Nope, that was all. Uh, okay. Thank you we're, for this. No, thanks for calling, Ian. We're, we're going to keep just getting through this mystery. We'll go for about 15 more minutes, um, or I see we have about 11 people. Um, hopefully we can solve this. Um, hopefully we can just put this to rest. I know it's it's like you know trying to trying to fix cancer here. We're just we're just hitting up against the unanswerable questions of our time. Uh, Joseph, can you help us all define what a woman is, please? <laughs> yeah, sure. I think I can help in that aspect. Um... Apparently, from what I remember in my high school biology, it was that w- women have like two X chromosomes. The, the, yeah, I mean, people keep saying that, but from what I hear, that that's not you know what I keep seeing over there is that that's not the only thing that defines them. We're not just defined by our chromosomes, Joe. Yeah, unfortunately, I was taught that by uh, evil white supremacist Christian schools. So I guess I've been taught all wrong my entire life. Uh, no, no shit. We're we probably are going to hear the argument that chromosomal science will be white supremacy. That's coming. Although, oh, they, oh, they have to say it's like eugenics, which you, they're not going to like where that where that conversation goes. Um. It, well, no. It's they're going they're going to go to. I mean, it's 
they're, they're not going to like where all of the, any of these roads end up. And they, they kind of all end up somewhere uh, right, roughly right at the, the beginning of November. You have anything else? What's on your mind, Joseph? Anything else? Uh, not much. I, I guess I'm kind of talking about the Kanji Brown here. Sure. I haven't paid attention. I haven't paid attention to them much outside of my Twitter. Uh, when I first saw that clip of her saying like, "Oh, I can't define that," I was just like, "Yep, we're going there. This is where we've always been headed." And I did. I do agree with you that I did like uh, Bridget Fantasy's like tweet on this and. It's pretty kind of interesting seeing the erasure of women happen within the past decade, or at least the the six years that I've been, you know, paying attention to politics and sort of, I guess, like cultural issues and stuff. And though, what kind of got me? I think my I think my main point in this is that like I I don't care much about this hearing just because like we don't control the Senate, and I believe she is going to be confirmed unless something comes out on left field, and then. Um, fucking um, cinema will be like. Actually, no, I will not confirm her, and uh, Lefty Twitter will explode. Uh, yeah, I don't see that. I mean, <laughs> the only, the only, the, really, the only thing right now is where cinema is, and even then, I think it, it, Harris would be the tiebreaker. So, it's pretty much a done deal. And as I've said, that you know, there are smart fights you pick in politics, and this isn't one of them. There's nothing more. You can just you can see our media and the left just poking this. This this is about race, and we're like, no, wait, wait, what? Do we even ask about race? No, you're racist, and they're gonna do that. But again, just get this get this thing in the rearview mirror, um, and, and get your kind of eye back on the ball, and just and let this go. It's kind of. Or even, yeah, I'm at the same place where you are, and I think my main point about this, I made it yesterday, was that um, responding to the USAA today is like, or even though the Washington Post like thing where they're saying like Katanji Brown's being treated worse than Brett Kavanaugh, I all I could say was, oh, this is only the beginning. Wait until the Republicans actually take control of the Senate, then it's going to be turned up to a thousand. Yeah, I, I mean, I mean, we'll see. Joseph, uh, thanks. It's good to see you. Joseph's one of my regulars. Uh, Opie, please give me your thoughts on the Brown-Jackson hearings, and please help us all out. We do have Donna coming up, so thank God. Um, but please, please help us out here. Help us get this de- definition. Well, I think of a woman. I'm, I'm so I'm I'm so tired, Opie. Yeah, I think of a woman. I think of a man, and I take away reason and accountability. That's a de- uh, that's a decent but, yeah that's that's a good good old Jack. Um no but a uh, woman is who I'm voting for in the Alabama primary because Mo Brooks is apparently way too woke for the Republican Party, um or so I've been told by our <laughs> great leaders. Yeah, good by God Almighty, former President Boomer um, Dad. Yeah, when I think of woke, when I think of progressive politics, I think of Mo Brooks. And January 6th. That's what I think of. No, but uh, in, um, on the matter of stupid people saying stupid things, I missed uh, most of your podcasts this week. And so I didn't get the chance to see if you heard, uh, you read the thing I sent you. Um, and I wanted to also just open the, this up to anyone in the Patreon comments. Um, Mr. David French is coming to my school on Wednesday to speak. And I'm going, even though I probably shouldn't. And I'm going to ask a question and I wanted your input or and the others inputs on what question I should ask. It's going to be uh, polite and it's going to be poignant. I'm not going to out myself as 
you know, the rare libertarian conservative at this school. Um, right now, I'm thinking I'm going to ask if it's like Harris Buttigieg versus DeSantis, Haley, Cotton, Scott, Stefanik, whoever. But DeSantis is the nominee in 24. Is he going to go back to being voting uh, right wing presidential candidates and down about Republicans? Is he going to kind of go back into the right wing sphere? Um, cause we've all, is he going to be a part of the group that kind of sludges back? Um, or is it, or is he going to answer something that's like, no, they're done for Trump's totally infested the party, which then fine. Um, but I'm interested in what he's going to say. Um, nonetheless, I'm going to be polite. I'm not going to be, I'm not going to go up and stand in the middle of the seminary and call him a cuck, <laughs> which would be funny. I think, I think that's, that's, that's a decent question. Something I will tell you. And something I will tell the room is I'm pretty absolutely positively sure David himself did not vote for Joe Biden. Um, that's not to say other colleagues didn't or whatever. I don't think I don't um, think he did either. I can say that I can say that with just about absolute certainty. But I do think that it's a decent question. I think it's a decent question for those guys. Is it? Do you do you remember it's, what started out as kind of never Trump? has has professionally morphed for a lot of that crew into just never Republican. I don't know if David's there or think he is. It certainly is for like the, 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 the crew at the bulwark. They're definitely just, nope, we're never Republican ever again. Unless you nominate Liz Cheney. Well, that's not going to happen. That's just, it's a political reality. Liz Cheney is not going to be the GOP nominee, period. Like whether you like her or don't is completely beside the reality of the point, which is, She's not going to be the Republican nominee. So deal with the facts on the ground. So I think that it's I think it's a fair question. It's, you know, um, you could just outright ask him, are you going to vote for Ron DeSantis? Are you going to vote for Tom? Co-? You know, you just go down the list, I guess. Um, or is it like, does anybody who Donald Trump, you know, endorses, is that beyond the pale? I think that that's a good question. And it's one those people. Oh. Was that Furiosa? That was, yes, that was the guard dog. Uh, She's so pissed at me, I took away her squeaky toy. Um, I do think that that's a fair question, and it's one that group of people have not answered. And so I think that that's, it's fair. And like I said, you don't have to be a dick about it. You can just be, you know, you know, how far is too far? If if Trump endorses someone or, you know, if, if. Tom Cotton appears at a at a campaign rally with Donald Trump. Is that it? Is are you just writing him off? Yeah. I think that those are all fair questions and fair observations, and we don't and we don't really know because I'm not. Yeah, and I'm, I'm of course going to be nice to the guy. I defended him much like you did up until about I don't know eight months ago. Um, I grew up reading him, and so uh, I'm going to I'm going to be polite. And if I'm not polite, then that gives him reason just to not answer my question it's just be respectful um hope he answers it um honestly but feel uh, free and and, yeah and i and then if you like if yeah i mean if you want to crowdsource that uh in the comments um then just you know be somewhat respectful i I (laughs) won't I I, 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 I won't i don't police like i don't really police comments but you know uh i do have to wade through them um i won't go full jesse kelly i won't go full jesse kelly on them Put a microphone in his face. Yeah. All right. Thanks, Stephen. Oh, here we go. We'll do, uh, we'll go through, we'll do Donald, Donna, 
chat and then i think we're going to wrap up with greg um so if you haven't if you didn't get a chance um i'm probably gonna do another one of these monday or tuesday um so just feel free to jump back in so i apologize uh, if we just if we run short on time donald in the few short minutes that we have left please please help us don't don't put donna on the spot here help us decide what all right donna welcome back you're up don't leave us all hanging Please, please, please help this room with the death. <laughs> Hello. Um, today is my birthday. And I can tell you that I was not conceived in a Petri dish. I happened to come through the birth Happy canal. birthing day. <laughs> Thank you. Um, and as a woman uh, who has lived with uh, experiencing PMS throughout my life and having now uh, gone through menopause and also I've, I've had given birth, uh, some years ago. Um, I can tell you that unless you can experience those things, merely having a plastic vagina installed does not make you a woman. And I don't care how much you want to identify as such, unless you can experience those really horrible things, you're not a woman. Um, and I find it quite insulting and uh, I see it as a, a new form of the patriarchy subverting uh, women. That's the way I see it. And I know that's not very technical or scientific. Well, you are no biologist, uh, so you have to do your no, best. No, I'm not. Uh, there is there is an interesting aspect to this, and I don't really I don't really have a huge formed opinion on it, but. Um, that people are calling this misogyny. I think I, it might have. I don't know if it was Barry Weiss or Nellie Bowles, but it was someone in you know the intellectual dark web or whatever who says that this is a form of misogyny. The uh, you know Rachel Levine. We haven't even gotten into that with the Babylon Bee. Um, you know, taking a mantle of Woman of the Year is technically misogyny. Leah Thomas smashing the shit out of women in the swimming pool is is a form of misogyny. Yes. And I think that that's an interesting concept i think that that's an interesting idea that is worth kind of yeah i believe that womanhood is being usurped um i don't see a way out of it <laughs> you know unless uh actually i'm kind of glad with what's going on with um leah because it's it's really out there it's really brought it brought it to the forefront um you know there's no way physically that a woman can beat a man i don't care how he identifies she identifies whatever there's no way physically that we can ever beat a man. Um, it's nice to think that we could. You know, I was in, and I was in the military, and uh, back in the day when I went through, I trained with the Airborne Rangers. We had we were an experiment. They wanted to see if we could do everything the men could do. Um, and I can tell you, it was <laughs> very very difficult. And now they've they've lowered the standards for females in the military phys, uh, for the physical uh, requirements. Um, somebody I, somebody pointed that out on Twitter that said the military is changing fitness requirements for both men and women, but we're also being told with cases like Leah Thomas that they're the same, like these right. are the same thing, and and you see that in media, and you hear you have the United States military is changing fitness requirements to, to you know make them more adjustable for for women. Yes, it's very hypocritical <laughs> because everybody knows that a woman, as much as we want to beat you, <laughs> we cannot do it physically. 
it's an, it's an impossibility. So I don't know where the end game is as far as uh, sports go. I really feel sorry for those those young women who've trained so hard, um, and to be beaten like this is really it's, in, it's insulting. And I wish that more women would speak out, but of course, the social game with you know, I know you hate the term, and I do too. It's been so overused, cancel culture, and you know the way that they come at you, come at you. Uh, if you speak out, like J.R. Rawlings, you know, like you always say, she has, she has the the fuck you money to speak up. Unfortunately, you know, women like me just, <laughs> we don't. And if we say what we want, what we really think on Twitter or Facebook, we'll be silenced or jumped on, you know, as some, uh, like a witch that they want to burn. So, um, I don't know what the answer is, but I can tell you that, uh, just because somebody identifies as a woman, they're not a woman unless they can experience what we experience physically, mentally, emotionally, well, maybe they can emotionally, but uh, physically we are completely different. And I'm glad we are. You know, I wish that we could uh, rejoice in that. But again, I think misogyny is a great way to look at it uh, because that's what it is. And I think it's a new form of patriarch the patriarchy usurping women. That's my opinion. I don't know if I helped any <laughs> with my assessment, but. Well, you, you aren't a biologist, so it's no. the best that you're going to be able to do. I, I wish that there was some way that she would not get conf, uh, confirmed uh, into the judiciary. It's frightening to think what's going to come in the future with uh, this kind of thinking. Like some some previous uh, caller had said, you know, when the issue comes up of, of abortion or or these this this sports thing, you know, um, if we have that kind of mindset sitting on the judiciary, women are just going to be trampled. And it's going to be for the social justice or, you know, the social construct. And uh, it's sad because I grew up, uh, I'm old enough to have just been on the cusp of, um, you know, the equal rights movement. And women fought so hard uh, to get where they are. And now to have it stripped away from them yet again, it's it's kind of sad. I mean, it's very sad, not kind of sad. It's very sad. Um, I guess they want to put us back in the kitchen. Barefoot and pregnant, and uh, we'll just let you know these uh, fake women uh, achieve, and we'll just look up at the glass ceiling and wish and wonder what could have been. So that's it. I hope everybody has a lovely weekend. <laughs> Donna, thank you. Thank you. She, she Donna, Donna's leaving us with a lot of hope today. So. <laughs> yeah, I'm always a down. Yeah. Oh, sorry, Donna. Sorry. I'm, I'm just trying to kind of wrap things up here with callers. Uh, I see Chet's back in line. I'll, I'll finish. I'll, I'll get Chet back up here, but I want to get some newer people up. Greg, help help us out. You, you have a hard task of following uh, Donna, who is not a biologist, but who we think is a woman. So see if you can help us out. Can you can we build on that? Can we build toward a solution and an answer for what the definition? Uh, Greg was gone here, so we'll do Robert. Robert, help us out. TJ, help us out. We got like four left here. So well, I'll just say a female. I will say a female is a biological term. It is a term that's based on sex, and that is a organism with two X chromosomes. This seems to be the prevailing answer here. But I will note that yeah. we've only had one biologist in this entire room. So while people are offering their 
uneducated opinions on chromosomes and whatever those are. I, you know, this is this sounds again. This all sounds like voodoo and witchcraft to me. Um, let's just remind f- for the masses that TJ and others are actually not. This is true, but I, I will want to make a comment on the lingu- linguistics aspect. So uh, there's a book called The uh, Structure of Magic by uh, Richard Bandler, and there is a literal mathematical formula for language. And the dangerous territory that we're moving in with this is we're changing definitions. In mathematics, to do so, uh, to change variables, the very definition of variables, you arrive at equations that don't make sense. And that's the very structure of magic and language that we're dealing with. <laughs> Uh, I did. The, I noted on my podcast that this is this this is the reason why this should be concerning. That this little flub is this is where they usually start with all of their arguments. They'll redefine marriage, for instance, um, which I, I don't I don't care about gay marriage. They they deserve to be as miserable as every other married person. Um, but they redefine climate. They redefine. They turn tax. You know, they turn taxation into revenue. And that's what this feels like to me. Now we're now we're just going to redefine the very nature of what makes you a human being. Yeah, and that's precisely the problem: is you can't have a conversation if you can't agree on definitions to begin with, because definitions are truth itself, and uh, you can't have a conversation without fact and truth. Uh, yeah, no, I, I, I again, I, I agree, and they, they've been doing this for pretty much since my whole adult life, and probably everyone else's. Uh, TJ, do you have any other uh, thoughts or anything you want to uh, get into? No, that's it. I appreciate the time. Sorry about that. I just hit comments. Um, let's just wrap this up. Chet, Chet Stedman, Matt, help us out. We're wi- we're, we're we're winding down. We'll do not Omid and Stephen, and uh, then I'm gonna get yep. my, I'm gonna get my weekend started. Help us so, help us with the yeah. defi- easiest definition. Remember the movie Kindergarten Cop, 1991, with Arnold Schwarzenegger, and the kid gets up in the middle of the room, and he's he's a teacher. He's an undercover cover cop, but he's playing a teacher. Kick us up in the room and goes, girls have vagina and boys have penises. And that's just, and that's just the, the basic, like, most simplest way I ever learned. Um, and that was basically, like, my first uh, crack at, like, science and sexual uh, uh, nature. So Kindergarten Cop 1990 or 1991 taught me what boys are and what girls are. But, again, that, but that, was, that was an actor. That wasn't a biologist. So- you know what, man? I don't fucking know. The whole thing's crazy to me. Um, I actually, the comment I want to make is I actually don't think Blackburn, as much as she's crazy, I don't think it was a gotcha question. I think she was leading the, uh, uh, forget the woman's name. Um, I think she was, a, it was a leading question to get her to basically say whatever her definition was. And she could have said a million things. And she said the one thing that Blackburn wasn't anticipating. And I think the follow-up question would have been like, well, if you have this loose definition, how will you rule on abortion and blah, blah, blah. But she just gave literally like out of the million things she said, she gave the million one wrong. <laughs> so that's my. Assessment. Yeah, I don't think Blackburn was trying to set her up. She just created this now. She created this news cycle of a, of a very boring yeah. Supreme Court justice nomination hearing. And um, I actually not that you care not to me. I watched most of it. I usually watch and listen to these on C-SPAN. And I'm sure she's qualified, but I'm benchmarking her against the other people that have come um, that have been nominated recently and like Gorsuch. And I know I'm more conservative or am conservative, but this fucking woman isn't that sharp. She's not that 
like she's not as well versed and well read as Amy Coney Barrett. Like she doesn't have the recall like the other judges that have been um you know nominated recently um i mean kavanaugh recalled his whole freaking you know uh high school high school yearbook but i didn't think this woman is particularly sharp to be honest with you and i don't think she is on the merits probably you know worth putting forward yeah i mean that kind of i mean i said i laugh when you say she said like the one one million thing that was the dumbest wrongest answer and i agree with that and to me it's disqualifying because, and, and I agree that the, the I said today on my podcast that if, if I'm next, if I'm after Blackburn to question her and I have my list of sentencings and I have my list of cases she's been in and I have all the stuff that all my interns went and prepared for me. And she says, I can't define a woman. I'm not a biologist. I'm throwing all of that shit in the garbage. And those are going to be my five minute questions. I'm going to be, wait a second. Let's explore this one a little bit more. Can we? And I think that that's where they blew it because a lot of these hearings are grandstanding for for everyone. It's not just a Democratic thing. It's I mean, especially as for Cory Booker. Um, but I looked at that. I'm just like, how is this not the the central focus of the remainder of this hearing? Because it, it kind of again, if you can't define that, then I don't know why you're even going near the Supreme Court of the United States. This feels like you need to go back to third grade. Uh, and figure yeah. this out before you then all waste our time. Uh, because, again, this, this is something that's fundamental. It feels like that's so, so easy. And as I said, she could have just said to her, I'm a woman. What kind of question is that, Senator? And that it would have been the biggest yes queen Jennifer Rubin girl boss moment of the whole hearings. But she didn't. <laughs> she yeah, didn't now she's on that. every like Instagram meme channel I follow and I just laugh at these. The, the one thing that is not obviously being covered is the next day. I think it was Cruz was questioning her. Somebody had the follow up the next day and clearly she was prepped and she came out with the answer. She she answered a question that wasn't the question that was asked with I'm a woman. My mom here is a woman in, in reference to some other person who is a woman. So she answered the next day. It's not going to get any coverage, but she clearly knew she fucked up and she tried basically like digging herself out of her own grave. But I, that's not going to catch any of the headlines. Of, of course not. Uh, Matt, you have anything you want to finish up with? N- nope. Girls cool. have vaginas, boys have penises. <laughs> Thanks, Matt. <laughs> let's, let's go to Nott. Uh We'll do Omid and uh, Steven because I passed him up earlier, and that's going to be it. I- I'm sorry if you're still in line or whatever, um, but I kind of I do want to get my weekend started. Not help us out. What's the definition? I'm sorry, a woman. We already know what men are. Jeez. Okay. Omid, you're up. I'll take Omid, Stephen, and Robert, and we'll finish this up. Omid, help us. Give us the definition of a woman, please. I'm so tired. Also not a biologist, but um, I, uh, I was once a professor of genomics at, uh, at the same school that uh, Judge uh, Jackson Brown graduated from. So, okay, I, but, can, so I can tell you at a cellular level. So you are so you did study genomics from Harvard, but you aren't a biologist. Not a biologist. So, I'm sorry. so um, those, I need, those qualifications. I know. Don't I, I heard that you can do things like uh, there are these websites not online that you can go and they teach you. You know, gynecologists, proctologists, go examine them. I think it's called Pornhub. So I guess we all have to go study those things, not that we're not biologists. 
But honestly, I don't have to be a proctologist to know that like Joe Biden is an asshole. I can just see it. Uh, yeah, no, that's, that, that's true. Um, what else uh, did you did you watch any of her hearings? Did you do you have any opinions on any of uh, that you saw? Ah, uh, cringe, cringe. I think that uh, um, I don't know. I mean, she's going to get confirmed. Kind of sucks, and uh, we're just going to be stuck with her now for like 30, 40 years. And it's going to be one of these things. Every time somebody disagrees with her, it's going to be, well, you're just racist, and um, and um, it, and all that. It's, good, it's a good. We built up a good tolerance for that, though. I guess just that's like, true. That's point, true. If, 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 at this point, at this point, just like getting up in the morning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're all racist. Yeah, I agree. And <laughs> See, yeah, media so. media matters is going to clip that one now too. So hope I hope you have your uh, oh. your degree in line. They're probably going to cancel you. Oh, I, I run my own company, so they can go fuck themselves. Oh man, thank you. Do you have anything else on your mind? No. Have a great weekend. Thanks, so much. I appreciate it. Loving these calls. Bye. <laughs> I'm sorry. I love it when you guys curse. I love it, Steven. Bring us home. Help us. To help us with the definitions. This has eluded us now for almost going on two hours. We we have to be close. Hello. Yep. Okay, you're there. there uh, okay. Uh, a woman. Um, an adult female. One with reproductive. Um, I mean, it's pretty much as simple as that. But but for the record, are you a biologist? Uh, no, I'm an engineer. Oh, so that doesn't. <laughs> I mean, again, biology. I mean. Everyone, everyone's offering this opinion, but no one's a biologist. Right. Um, uh, one thing I was going to talk about, um, just the, the absolute rush to defend here, uh, her, her questioning, um, like I think USA Today came out yesterday with a headline in an article and it was like, Marshall Blackburn asked Katani Brown Jackson to define woman and science says there's no simple answer. And, uh, I really love the science says thing as we haven't heard enough of that the last two years but um i think that one's ridiculous and then uh i saw another tweet and it was like a headline from january and they were like what the public keeps getting wrong about pedophilia and it's like i i was showing this to my friend i was like they really are gonna try and normalize this and like they just double down on it uh, i think it's kind of crazy to see yeah, I guess I think in her case, it's not about normalizing that. It's, I know that there's that's kind of the angle of political. Some people on political right are taking. I just, I just think that she is for lighter prison sentences. I don't. I, I think she's part of the kind of part part of that Ivy League thought process of you know prisons are bad, imprisonment is bad, um, especially uh, like one one. In, I think I even asked my podcast. I'd be curious to know the race of the people in these in these cases. I don't. I didn't go and look them up. I have no desire to do so on my Thursday or Friday night. Um, but I think that that's more of what it's about, just being anti-imprisonment, because that's a large subsect of thought in in progressive dogma is that we, we can't imprison people. We have to treat them, you know? And so there, there is a, there is a section of the left that is nor, trying to normalize it. Nora Perlaski for Nora Perlaski from NBC think and other things that dude 
there's something going on in that head that I really hope I never find out what it is someday. But with her, I just, I think it's lenient sentencing because of equity. I genuinely. Right. Um, I mean, I, I totally agree. Uh, I'm not really trying to say that she's for normalizing pedophilia, but I think like just from the media angle and, um, I think about, uh, what's, what's Ghislaine Maxwell. I think about whenever, uh, that trial was going on and I think you had a piece on it, like, uh, there was like all these weird things, how like, there's no, there's no sex trafficking going on. Um, like just in the same week when there was like a CIA, um, like when it was discovered that the CIA let people off for doing right. I mean, that's, um, that's, that's just what they do textbooks. So they, any, anything that remotely touches the topic is QAnon because that's it. So when you, when you, when you say, actually, no, sex trafficking is kind of a pretty big deal. It's, Oh, you're QAnon now. And that's just, that's the rhetorical playbook. Um, you, You know, if, if you're sitting here questioning, you know, our involvement in Ukraine and should we do a no fly list? Oh, well, you're, you're just pro Putin now. And, and you just, kind of, I mean, they whittle it down to the most, you know, the, the lowest common denominator. And they usually do that because of social media. And that's all Twitter really is, is kind of the lowest common denominator. So, I mean, that's just the rhetorical playbook. And I agree, it minimizes it. And it gets, it gets normies, not just like, you know, 4chan troll threatists to perk up and go, wait, no, hold on a second. This is actually kind of a big deal. Um, I, I think her sentence, her lenient sentencing deserved to be questioned. I, I mean, they questioned her record. They certainly didn't accuse her of being an unrepentant alcoholic and gang rapist. So, um, no, I, I get it, Matt. Uh, thank you for that. Robert, you're the last one. You're the last right. one before we all go beer, our weekend sorrows in, in liquor and me? drugs and still don't have an answer to this question. Hey, can you hear me? Yep, you're there. Oh, come on. All right, cool. No, so again, long-time listener, second-time caller. But anyway, you always entertain me. Tonight's my 46th birthday, so I want to wish Donna a happy birthday as well. If she's still ha- happy listening. birthing day. Um, yes, yes, yes. And I try to get my wife – I'm going to have to, like, up my little Patreon. Hold on, you're what? Because I get her to listen – I'm going to have to – yeah, yeah, yeah. My female partner – is female okay? I don't know. I'm not a biologist. That's what we're trying to work out yeah, here. No kidding. Well, I took three years of biology and chemistry before I switched to accounting, so I don't know what I am. And I'm a pilot, and a, now I sell dresses. So um, I've got a, hands in a lot of little fires. Um, anyway, yeah, I've got three daughters. This whole thing, I just shake my head. I All I wanted to say is I appreciate and, and your entertainment value. And I literally laughed out loud. It's something you said earlier. I forgot what it was, but I was walking outside. Um, I was just going to share this story with you, though, because some of your shtick tonight with the like uh, misogyny jokes. There's a guy I flew with a few years ago, and we get in the airplane. And the whole time he's talking, he's saying, like, he just kept making comments that I'm. And a lot of guys you fly with, they're all over the board. I mean, it just all over the board. This guy, though, was like ultra misogynistic. And I'm like, my goodness. I mean, I'm at the point where it's like, I mean, we're an hour into like working together. And I'm like, this is uncomfortable. I'm, 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 cra- I'm putting the plane into the ground. I can't. Well, no, no. somewhere along the way, though, I realized this is all a shtick. He's not really that way. And it was absolutely hilarious. I mean, every time a woman, a female pilot would key up on another radio, like, oh, this is Delta 1542. He'd be, oh, he like sigh, like. Uh, and it was the implication of like who let her out of the house or whatever. I mean, it was really funny. The guy, anyway, 
I was getting a lot of kick out of your stuff today. If people would stop being so sensitive. Um, anyway, I enjoy your humor. I enjoy your podcast. I enjoy your perspective. I'd say 90% of it, 80% of it, I'm walking step with you and then other things, but I can still respect it. But anyway, happy birthday to Donna. Enjoy your show. And thanks for getting me on. Good night. All right. Thanks, Robert. Um, I'm glad, I'm glad you didn't feel into crashing airplanes. That would have been bad. No. Oh, dude. Yeah. No, 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 no. I got four kids to live for. Bah. <laughs> Cheers. Um, okay. Well, we, so we just did two hours of a pointless exercise where, um, we had, uh, we had no idea what the definition of a woman is because we only had one biologist and I didn't really pay attention to her because, you know, a, a female biologist, <laughs> give me a break. Um, so again, this is episode 10, Biology 101. Um, I'll probably be back Monday or Tuesday, and we'll do a new show. So uh, again, just pay attention to the Twitter feed. I also do this stuff on my podcast. Um, you can obviously get me at Red Steez on Twitter for the time being. Who knows how long that's going to last, um, as well as over on Patreon with the, park, with the uh, mother podcast, whatever a mother is, of uh, versus media. So again, thank you, everyone. Um, this is fun. This is entertaining. Um, again, always more voices, not less. I am Stephen L. Miller. I'm uh, not the Nosferatu Stephen Miller. I am the smarter and better looking one. Um, so by all means, uh, again, be back Monday, Tuesday. So enjoy your weekends uh, with whatever female of the species it happens to be in your lives. And, and again, maybe talk to them about how we can solve this problem about what the definition is as long as you don't end up in the driveway or on the couch. Uh, thanks everyone. Uh, I'm going to wrap this up. So I'll see you guys next week. Enjoy your weekends.